welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. If you want to open to John chapter 4, I want to echo what, what Pastor Nick was saying. These are good days in the life of the church. They really are. They really are. We have so much of the, the presence of God, the Word of God. The Word of God was, was, was wonderful Sunday morning. This is like every time God, is, God has been speaking to us. And we need to take note of that. We need to, we need to treasure that, brothers and sisters. Not, not take it for granted. Not, not let it just slip past. God is speaking to us. He really is. He really is speaking to us and ministering to us. And we're, we're sensing His presence and His move. Even we were talking about going through COVID, you know, those couple of years of, of turmoil. God was so good to us. He really brought us through with, with a testimony of his faithfulness and his provision. And, you know, even with the broadcast and Feed Cork and so, so many ways we were, we were able to reach out and, and continue ministering. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just so thankful uh, to the Lord. So John chapter 4 we're going to read from verse 46 to 54. So Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The nobleman said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. So Jesus said to him, go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh, seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he, he himself believed and his whole household this again is the second sign Jesus did when he had come out of Judea into Galilee. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, for Lord condescending Jesus. Lord, Lord, you stepped away, Lord, Lord, from your natural environment, Lord, of, of glory, Lord, and, and majesty, Lord, like no other God. Oh, Father, Lord, we, we can't comprehend. Lord, what you set aside, Lord, Lord, to come, Lord, to our little planet, oh God, and our little galaxy, Lord, oh Lord, that, that fades into nothing, Lord, compared to your majesty. Yet, Lord, you stepped into our world, Jesus, and, and, and Father, Lord, you, Lord, Lord you, you, you come, Lord, and, and you, Lord, tonight, Lord, want to speak to us, oh God, and remind us, Lord, Lord, of, of things that you said back then. And I pray, Lord, just have your way in our hearts now. Lord, just, Lord, speak, speak to our minds. Lord, speak to our intellects. Speak to our hearts, Lord, through your spirit. Amen. 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 So this, this is 
what's known and what is declared by John the evangelist as the second sign um, that, that Jesus gave as, as to his identity and his purpose. And uh, the first sign we know, and, and it has been preached many times, I think it's been a while since this one, the second one was preached on, but uh, the first sign that we know was, was where Jesus turned uh, the ceremonial cleaning uh, waters at a wedding and turned them into wine. Um, and a uh, wonderful miracle, and, and we'll, we'll not go into it all tonight, but, but Jesus is on this, this journey of revealing in a supernatural, natural way his identity. And he's, he's going about it in such a way where people are not uh, afraid of him and falling on their knees out of fear or, or dying, you know, from the revelation of God being amongst them. So he comes as a man and he goes on this journey to establish his identity and, and what he wants to achieve by entering the world. And he, and he does it in this amazing way of stepping into human circumstance and a normal human environment, entering in and, and bringing us all on this journey. And so he goes from this, from, from this first miracle, this first sign in Cana, and he moves from there into Judea. And there in Jerusalem, he, he openly challenges the, the religious status quo of the day. He goes to the temple and, and, and there he upsets the whole apple cart, literally. <laughs> he turns over the, the tables of those who are trading there in the temple and making profit of the worship of God. And, and he gets very upset at that and, and it disturbs him. And he challenges the whole thing there. And, and then he goes, and after that he goes and he, he does all these signs and wonders. And people are drawn to him. People, people start to believe in him. And it's a wonderful, wonderful start to, to the ministry of Jesus. And he's trying, remember brothers and sisters, he's trying to pace everything right. And he is following the Father doing what the Holy Spirit is leading them to do so that he can get to the cross and redeem us all. And he goes on from, from the temple and doing signs and wonders in Jerusalem. And he, out of those signs and wonders, Nicod a conversation with Nicodemus happens. And Nicodemus has recognized something in Jesus. And, and so Jesus talks and has, a, has an amazing conversation with Nicodemus. And we can read it earlier in John, and, and he also has a conversation then just after that with a Samaritan woman, and he is revealing himself as being the truth. He's revealing himself as being a life giver, and he talks about eternal life, and he talks about uh, him being the water of life. And, and, and that if the Samaritan woman would drink from him, she would never thirst again. And, and he's revealing himself to be this, this person who can give life. Give life. He is, as we know, the, the creator of life. 
And so he has some conversations with, with Nicodemus and the Samaritan woman. And, uh, and then he comes back and he comes back to Cana again. And uh, sometimes that's, that's referred to as the Cana cycle where he left Cana, went to Jerusalem, drops off in, in Samaria on the way back and he's back in Cana. And that's, that's where we pick up today. And this miracle or sign is the, the second recorded a sign of Jesus, but it's not his second miracle, okay, because he's done miraculous signs in Jerusalem. And so this nobleman who we're introduced to here, he, he has heard about Jesus. The, I'm sure the, the rumors of what happened at the, at the wedding in Cana, maybe more likely what has happened in Jerusalem has reached the ears of, of this nobleman. And He's heard something that has stirred him. It's, it's probably a bit like Cork in Dublin. You know, remember this place, Capernaum, is, is way up in the north of the country. Jerusalem is in the south of the country. What Jesus did, the signs and wonders there were in Jerusalem. And he's up in the north, but he has to keep his ear to the ground. And it's a bit like, you know, the people in Dublin want to know what's happening in Cork so they can keep up with what's happening in the true capital. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> and, uh, and so he's, he wants to keep up with what's going on. And he's heard the rumors of Jesus. And uh, he's heard that Jesus has returned uh, to the Galilee area. And, and we're told that this, this man has a problem. This man is in trouble. His son is ill. And, and he so desperately needs a solution. His son is on his deathbed. His son is going to die unless something changes. And this, this nobleman, he's well connected. He knows the, the movers and the shakers. He knows, he knows the people in authority. He, he would know the religious institutions because they were part of that, that ruling class in Jerusalem. So he would have been, this nobleman would have been well aware of what's going on. And all his other connections, all the, the other uh, doctors, rulers, wise, wise people have nothing to offer this man. They, they cannot answer this nobleman's need of healing for his son. And, uh, and so, so, so this man, with, with whatever resources he has, he's, he's bankrupt. He's bankrupt. And sickness and death have just come knocking on his door and he has no answer. He has no answer. of all his research and seeking and desperation. Everything that he has looked into, it seems there's only one option. One option. Brothers and sisters, can we give thanks for our one option tonight? Jesus. Jesus. And, and into this, this man's paradigm, into his world, he hears news of Jesus. And Jesus is coming back to the region, coming back to the north of the country, coming back 
to the Galilee area and, and something in this man rises in hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, where there's Jesus, there's hope. Where there's Jesus, there's hope. And, you know, maybe you're, you're here tonight and there, there's difficulties. There's challenges. It can be like, you know, there, there's, there's a death of some sort. A death in, in ministry, a death in, in relationship, a, a, a death in, in hope even. Maybe there, 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 there's difficulty and challenges. And these, these things that come against us, brothers and sisters, they hold a certain authority. Sickness holds a certain authority and a certain power. And so does, so does death. But brothers and sisters, Jesus is greater. Jesus is greater. And this, this man, he, he comes seeking something that's greater than sickness and death. Greater than the challenge and circumstances. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's somewhere to go. He, hope is rising. You know, sometimes we, even as Christians, sometimes we'll try everything. We'll try everything before we go to Jesus. And as I, as I was preparing tonight, I, I felt to ask this question. Are you done yet? Are you done trying things that offer no answers? Are you done trying to find, to find the life that you seek in just another relationship? Are you done yet? Are you done with trying to find the, the answer in a, a career move or a, or a different job? Or in, a, in, a, in another party? Are you done yet? Are you done trying the different things Let's go to Jesus. Whatever it is, brothers and sisters, let's go to Jesus. He is the author of life. He brings life like no other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He brings joy where, there, where there's defeat and depression and darkness. Brothers and sisters, his light overcomes the darkness. Hallelujah. The rumors... <laughs> The rumors that we have heard about Jesus giving life, they're all true. Like this nobleman, he heard, he heard the rumors from Jerusalem or Cana, somewhere like that. Those rumors were all true. Jesus brings overcoming life, hallelujah. Overcoming life. The Bible, maybe you're, you're here tonight or you're listening online and you could describe yourself as as being lost or lacking life. Maybe you've never, never given your life to Jesus. The Bible describes us as being dead in our sins, lost in bondage and blind. And Jesus overcomes it all if we'll give our lives to him. I encourage you. I encourage you. If you've never given your heart to Jesus, do it. 
Let him bring that supernatural life into that area, that life of yours. Jesus is the life that we desire. Hallelujah. So this nobleman, anyway, he, he hears about Jesus. And it's about, as the crow flies, it's about 25 kilometers from Capernaum to, uh, to this place where Jesus was, Cana. And it's about 40 kilometers if you follow the road. So apparently, I looked it up, you walk at five kilometers an hour. So he walked for eight hours. It was a day's, it was a day's journey, a solid day's walking that he did to find Jesus. Now sometimes Wilma likes to walk, but she walks at 10 kilometers an hour. I'm convinced of it. You know, and she wears me out, so I, I can't go too far. But to walk in that, that sort of terrain and heat, this, this, this was a real search, brothers and sisters. And this nobleman, he goes to find and to seek out Jesus. I'll tell you what it's like. It's like from walking, it's like walking from Cork to Mallow. That's what it's like. It's a huge, huge distance. It says that he comes and he seeks out Jesus and he implores Jesus to come to Capernaum and heal his son. And that word to implore, it means to beseech. It could even imply to pray. And he doesn't realize it, but he actually is praying. He is talking to God about his, his, his sick son. And he says, would you come and heal my son? Come with me to Capernaum. And Jesus does something in the conversation. It's a, it's a really interesting conversation. It seems like he comes out of the blue and he says, he goes after an issue in this man's life. And he now, Jesus has this man coming to him, asking for something, asking for life. And it seems like, like Jesus knows something about this man and he's got a teachable moment. He's got this man's attention and he's going to deal with it. And he says this, he says, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. And this man, he wants something from Jesus. And Jesus says this to him. He says this to him. And I want us to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22. Because here, the Apostle Paul, he, he takes up the same thing. And he says, for Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom but we preach Christ Christ crucified 
To the Jews, a stumbling block. And to the Greeks, foolishness. And Paul deals with this issue here that Jesus also deals with. Because sometimes we come to Jesus with preconditions. And this man, it would seem, was coming, saying to Jesus, I want a sign. I want to see something. I want you to do something and give me a sign or a wonder, you know, something miraculous or do something like that. And it seems that that Jesus wants to deal with this issue in this man's heart. And Paul goes on and, and he deals he deals then with, with, the, with the Greeks and how that, that they want extra wisdom. And sometimes people come to Jesus saying, I just want more and more knowledge, more and more wisdom, how this ties to that and how this ties to, and how all these things tie together. And Paul deals with that and he says, no, 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 no. This is what you need to know. It is Christ and Christ crucified. Christ and Christ crucified. Now we believe in signs and wonders and we believe in wisdom. But here's the truth, brothers and sisters. The greatest sign ever was Jesus. The greatest sign who came from heaven, who died and rose again was Jesus. And if you refuse that sign, you will refuse every sign. And the greatest wisdom is Jesus because he is the very definition of truth. And if you reject that truth, you will reject all truth. You will reject all truth. And so brothers and sisters, we need to come to Jesus and and be content with Christ and Christ crucified. God himself crucified on our behalf so that we could have life. So that we could walk in newness of life. So brothers and sisters, we could walk in fullness of life and we could experience a a life with God, through God, a God through us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if if you're wanting to proceed that, with some precondition of either a supernatural sign or a, or a, or a extra wisdom from God, then, then you're missing it. You're missing the greatest sign in, 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 in Jesus himself. And Jesus deals with that, with this nobleman. Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe and the nobleman then persists and he says, says to him, Sir, calm down before my child dies. And, and this man, he persists with Jesus. He said, Jesus, I still need you to come. I, I need an answer for, for my difficulty, for my trial, for my situation. My child is on his deathbed. And I need you to come, Jesus. I need an answer to my situation. And brothers and sisters, we can persist with Jesus. 
we can continue to ask and he, he encourages us to do that, to come with petition, with our request. He invites us to do that in our time of need. But sometimes before he gives the answer, he wants to deal with something. And we need to bow the knee. We need to allow him to speak to areas of, it's probably hard, hardness, areas of resistance. We come to Jesus, I have a need. Do you know what I believe, brothers and sisters, is that sometimes God allows the difficulties to bring us to a certain place. He allows it. He allows it for the greater good that he could demonstrate his life to us, in us, through us, in our circumstance and increase our faith. And this nobleman persists. He says, sir, calm down before my child dies. And Jesus said to him, go on your way, your son lives. Go on your way, your son lives. Jesus didn't do what the man wanted. He wanted the miraculous sign or wonder. He wanted that from Jesus before he would believe. And Jesus was telling him, you believe and go on your way. You believe me, obey me, and go on your way. Go in the word that I have spoken. Go your way, your son lives. Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way. The man believed. And he, he, here's the truth, brothers and sisters. When Jesus speaks, we need to walk his way. This was the way Jesus was commanding him to go. Now you go. He said to us, no one, you go, go your way, go home. Your son lives. And brothers and sisters, we need to listen to what Jesus says and trust that when we do it his way, not demanding the signs, not demanding the wisdom, not putting the preconditions there, but just doing it the way Jesus has asked, which is to believe. To believe that if we will believe and move out of obedience and belief and faith, that the circumstance would come to life. The challenge, the difficulty, the death would be overcome, brothers and sisters. I don't know what the challenge is. I don't know what the difficulty is. I don't know what the, the area that's, that's, that's dead is. But we all know our struggles. We all know the things that, that we're desperate for Jesus to move in. It can be an area of, of family. It can be an area of family life. 
and I felt to speak to that little tonight, brothers and sisters, that this Jesus pointed this man home. And sometimes we need to go home in the way that Jesus is pointing us, with the directions that he's given us. And as we step in that direction again, maybe you've abandoned home, maybe you've come away from it, maybe you've got struggles back in the home, you need to go in the way Jesus is telling you. Go in with his life, under his authority, under his command, with, with the word that he is saying and the direction that he is pointing you. And you go back into it again and he will bring life. Amen. He will bring life as we surrender. Surrender. And we can only surrender when we have faith. The two go together. Jesus, I'm going to do it your way. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how you're going to answer it. I don't know how you're going to deal with this struggle, this challenge, this circumstance. I don't know how you're going to do it. But I'm just going to go back. You've told me to pray. I'm going to pray. You've told me to just love this person who I'm struggling with. Then I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to trust you. And you're going to have to bring life to this dead area. I'm going to go back, Lord, to, to that situation of unforgiveness. And because you tell me to forgive, then I'm going to step into forgiveness and I'm going to believe you for the strength. Jesus, you're going to have to bring life to it. But I'm going to believe you. And I'm going to surrender to the direction that you're pointing me in. You're pointing me a certain way. Then I just, I surrender. And I say yes to you, Jesus. Even though I don't see anything. And this man had to set out on this journey without seeing the answer to his request. He had to set out in the direction of home without knowing or without hearing that his son had been healed. And so he goes and he starts to walk this day's journey. Can I encourage you, brothers and sisters? Walk a day in obedience and surrender and see what God will do. See what he will do. Give him the day. Give him a day of surrender and obedience and faith and see what he will do in the, in the worst of circumstances. Give him the day and this, this man sets out and he goes towards home. And as he was now going down, verse 51, as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, your son lives. Hallelujah. Your son lives. And as he just journeyed in that direction of obedience and faith, believing what Jesus said and holding on to it, he hears word that his son lives. His son lives. And this is 
our Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The life that we yearn for. The life for, for the difficult areas. The life for the challenges. Overcoming life, brothers and sisters. The life that we need to step into ministry areas that, that are too big for us. The life to deal with pandemics and wars and rumors of wars and persecutions and, and famines and we don't know what life is going to bring in the next few years, brothers and sisters. But we know our Jesus. We know our Jesus. And we know that as we simply surrender to him, he'll bring life those difficult, challenging areas. Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew it was at the same hour in which Jesus said to him, your son lives. And he himself believed in his whole household. Brothers and sisters, if we will step into this, there is no end to what God can do in our lives. It seems, it seemed like this, this man did a small thing. He just stepped, this, walked on this journey in obedience to God. His son was living. The next thing, his whole family are believing. And if we will just do this, give him the day. Give him the day. And one day we'll build on the next day. And all of a sudden, there is this testimony of, of the Lord moving through us in us, the way, the truth and the life demonstrating his life through us. This is his plan, brothers and sisters. If we would surrender and trust him and walk by faith for a day, just whatever he says, the forgiveness, you know, the, the, the loving Loving people, brothers and sisters, it's hard sometimes. It's hard. I'm sure it's hard for some people to love me. I want you to love me. <laughs> I like being loved, but we have this commandment to love one another. Sometimes it's not easy. It's not easy, but yet I choose to love. Why? Because I'm surrendering to him and I'm going to believe him for the strength and let him do what he will through that. I choose to say no to, to inappropriate financial gain. I, I choose to walk with financial integrity. It's going to cost maybe. But I'm choosing that. And I'm going to let him bring life to my financial needs. Brothers and sisters, trust him for a day. Obey him for a day. He is the author of life. He is the giver of life. And he will bring life to our dead situations and our challenges. Can we say amen tonight? Will we pray together? Can we stand? Maybe tonight... There is areas of, of real challenge that, 
that you want to bring to Jesus. And brothers and sisters, sometimes I can imagine this conversation with, with Jesus. It seemed quite an uncomfortable moment where Jesus challenges this man's desire for signs and it seems like a hocus-pocus type thing. And sometimes Jesus wants to have an uncomfortable moment with us where we want something from him but he wants to speak to us about something else, another issue. Something that we're holding on to maybe, something that we treasure, something that we are demanding that he be okay with, but he's not okay with it. He's not okay with it. And we know it in our hearts. And maybe this is the uncomfortable moment that Jesus wants to have with us where he says, I know you want life from me, but I want you to surrender on this area. I want you to surrender it to me. And tonight, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. I know that. But it's worth it, brothers and sisters. His life will overwhelm, his life will fill, his life is abundant. There is joy, there is peace, there's contentment. And we may have to give something up and it may pain us for a while. But let the uncomfortable moment happen. Say yes to him. You surrender, surrender that, that, that difficult thing to him. Just give it to him. Give it to him. Say, God, you can tell him I have no strength to deal with this. But Jesus, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. And you must bring life in this area. You must. You must, Jesus. You must. And he will. And he will. So tonight, I just encourage us, if, if you're in that position, have the conversation with him. Take the moment now and just say, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Lord God. Lord God. Lord, tonight, Lord, we come to you, oh God, and Lord, we don't want to be dishonest in any way, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for what you're revealing, Lord, and and this story, Lord, and Lord, what you revealed in Jerusalem, Lord, how, Lord, you are the author of life, the giver of life. You come, Lord, you've come, Lord, to give us life and life to the full and life abundant and eternal life, Jesus. But sometimes, God, we, we, we hold on to areas, oh God. Oh Lord, and, and Lord, you, you, you're speaking to us about it, oh God. And Lord, it's not comfortable, and it's not easy, and we, we struggle with it, Jesus. And we struggle to let go, oh God, and we struggle to surrender, Lord. And Lord, tonight, Lord, we, we, we can only be honest with you, Jesus. And we come, Lord, to say yes to you tonight, Jesus. Lord, would you take these areas that are challenging, that we want to hold on, we feel protected or 
Can you feel protect us in some way, Jesus? Lord, we choose, Lord, Lord, for you to be our fulfillment, oh God, you to be our life, oh God. And we ask you, Lord, Lord, would you, Lord, take control of these things, oh God? Would you, Lord, give us strength, oh God? We choose, Lord, to walk your way, Jesus. We say yes to you, oh God. Lord, it's Cork Church tonight. Lord, we just say yes to you, oh God. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Point us, Lord, in the direction, oh God. Lord, point us, Lord, to, to back home or, or to the, the area, Lord, of, of stubbornness, of difficulty, oh God. Point us, Lord, Lord, the right direction, oh God. Oh Lord, in faith, oh God, in obedience, Lord. And we're trusting you, Lord, to give us the strength, Lord, Lord, to walk that direction. And we believe, oh God, Lord, that as, as we walk it, Lord, Lord, you'll meet us, Lord, with the right answer, oh God. We'll hear, Lord, Lord, the news we need to hear, oh God. There's a victory, oh God. Lord, there's an overcoming, oh God. Oh, Father, Lord, you've, oh Lord, touched the circumstance, oh God. You've delivered, oh God. Lord, you've brought us through, Jesus. Lord, we know, Lord, that you will, Lord. You do, Lord. And, and you're, this is, this is, you're in the business of this, oh God. Lord, and in our lives, oh God, you'll make us into a testimony, Lord. Oh, Lord, and bring fruit, Lord, Lord, through us, Jesus. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the, the, this account, Lord, of this noble man, oh God. I pray, oh God, that we would be noble, Lord. Lord, like him, Lord, and, and honour you, Lord, in, in the way that we walk, Jesus. We choose to submit to you, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.